So did you fucking hear about Eddie Murphy? And he's like having his 10th kid. I know, isn't that ridiculous? 10. But he's got the money to support them all. Isn't that amazing being like a celebrity's uh, child? Like you must really, like I bet every single one of those kids got a car for their birthday when they were like 16. Yeah, I feel like probably. every single one of probably. them got like a new car for their birthday. Probably, but I guess if you're rich, like you said, you should have kids. You can, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, you can actually support them. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. If you're bringing, you're gonna be able to give them everything. You have the money to do it, so it's like, fuck it. Same okay. with Richard Gere. Yeah, Gear. Gear, Greer, 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 yeah, yeah. Gear. And Alec Baldwin, he had a baby recently with his wife. Wasn't Richard Gere is like 69, I think. Yes, he's really old. 69, really. you know, he was getting that popping. <laughs> he's really old, yeah. Really I'm, old, about to pop out a child. See, Alec Baldwin, though, he's actually really attractive for an older guy. Like, he has salt and pepper, he's got like a real square face, jaw. What do they call that? Like a sturdy jawline. Yeah, he's a sturdy jawline. So I don't know. I feel like of them, I would. I don't know. Who would you have a baby with? Eddie Murphy, Richard Gere, or Alec Baldwin? That's easy. I'm gonna go Eddie Murphy every time. Even if your kid's gonna be the 11th child. I'm not getting with Richard Gere or fucking what was the other one? Alec Alec Baldwin. I'm not getting with them. And I feel like the Baldwins might be like, there's been some controversy, you're racial. Right. No, right. I'm not getting down with them. You're right. You're I'm right. going Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. You're right. I'm going with Eddie Murphy too. <laughs> Even still, you know? Yeah. Even Mel if B my kid one of was them. like, Mel wait, B is an, say that again? Mel B is a baby mama of Eddie Murphy. He has like one kid Scary by her. Scary Spice? And he has one kid by her. Yeah. Scary Spice. Scary Spice. And I think I just heard something too that she's like checking herself into rehab for like sex addiction. She's on America's Got Talent. That's like such a wholesome sex addiction. Sex addiction. She's like a wholesome person, you know, like on that. But she was scary spice. She was scary spice though. She was scary spice and all that shit that went on with like her ex-husband. She's she's lit. She's lit. On the show, she was the most sporadic of the judges. I used to watch that. Had um. Howard Stern, Howie Mandel, Heidi Klum, and Mel B. Howard Stern? He's not on anymore, though. That's who they started with, yeah, though? Howard before Stern. they had Simon, because yes. Simon's on it now. And I prefer, I mean, Simon's not the same Simon that was on American Idol. It's a different Simon. This Simon has a he five-year-old tired. son. He, he is. Tired he's not shit. yelling at people on the stage and like, you're sucking. You know, he's he's doing the dad thing. I the saw dad thing. His kids are on it. He's mm-hmm. so soft and mushy now. I'm like, okay. This girl, she was like, um, maybe six, seven. She was singing on the show. Mm-hmm. Maybe she was doing animal noises. I can't remember which one. But they brought his son out. He's like, oh, you'd be so great. It's a little girlfriend for my son. What? And yeah, because he's got like a five-year-old son. This girl's oh. like six years old. Five years old. Five years old. Yeah, well, a lot of these old men have kids. Like, yeah, I yeah. Guess you can still get it popping. You can still get it popping as long as you can get it to stand that attention. I guess you can get it popping. Lucky for them. I yeah. guess it's lucky yeah. for them. We have a cap on that. For real. <laughs> so guys, we're back with another fucking episode. Okay, episode four. None of that. None of that. None of that. Mm-hmm. I'm Elise, and you know I'm more of our ratchet side <laughs> i would like to think okay we have to put the mic closer to nara because i scream too much and i'm quiet <laughs> i'm too quiet too everyone much, okay so that's me and you know yes. my co-star my name is nara i'm the quiet one i'm the like um 
workhorse, like bossy one. Really She's like the fun boss. one. I'm like the serious right. one. You're no, right. I shouldn't say You're boss, right. like the serious one. You're right. Right. Like, You're right. No, I think that we need to follow these licensing rules. And, and I'm like, no, no, I saw them on YouTube. <laughs> doing we can do it. It's not the way it works. Yeah. So. Who knows? Who knows? We don't know. We, we don't, don't know. know. We don't know. We don't know. But the reality of the situation is we come together, we get it done. We do. I feel like we have a good show for you guys today. Yeah, I think so. So. I do. I do. It's because of us, guys. Okay. We're tired. Yep. Yes. So. What are we starting with? We are starting with Rihanna today. Riri, mm-hmm. we need you to stop being the fucking Avon lady. We need some new music. Oh, yeah, the Navy was upset because she doesn't have new music. When's the last Rihanna song you, you I got? know, I agree, I she agree. She's out here making lingerie and selling Fenty makeup. But that's the thing that's going to makeup help her after she can't sing and perform because maybe she doesn't want to compete with the new artists no i get you know i get it she's living her best life like yeah she is but damn why the navy why are they called the navy i don't know it's just you know how like famous people pick you know their name just got the barbs and because she's kind of like a barbie girl yeah so something about yourself anybody know why she because it's because it is it because she's from an island you have to like it's just the rihanna navy like we all stand at attention we ready to pop off at any moment for (laughs) or with rihanna ready riri ready yeah Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay so yeah this fashion show she had a pregnant woman in the fashion show yeah new york fashion week just happened did you see the bathing suit i saw i saw it and i mean you know what fuck why why can't she wear it yeah, no, I, I feel like yeah. it was inappropriate. Like whatever. It's a it's a fashion show, so yeah. It's lingerie. That's mm-hmm. what Fenty is. It's lingerie, and people wear it in the comforts of their own home. You know, she happens to be walking in the fashion show. Yeah, that particular piece, it was all strings and ropes. It wasn't even. I, it was weird. It wasn't like a bra and panty suit. Exactly. It was weird. It was like even if you weren't pregnant, you have to be into some kind of like jungle foreplay or like some kind of <laughs> what else you need ropes you know like yeah. criminal for i don't know something yeah. where like ropes are involved yeah it was it was just like black ropes like but strings. i think that's the point why they put it in on her yeah because i feel like her body is so like she's pregnant There's, yeah she's just pregnant so it's like it's beautiful because it, she's pregnant she looked good like she if really i did. exactly if i put that on those strings my rolls would be coming out on the side of the string you get the perfect pregnancy belly exactly right, a little piece of, exactly yeah. yeah you're right but the thing is she wasn't only pregnant this lady was in labor she was in labor she didn't look like she was in labor she looked so like peaceful that's that black girl magic Honestly. She was in labor? She was in labor. And I think, like, after the show, the next day, she posted on Instagram, like, we had a baby. Yay. And it's like, girl, yesterday, I just, there was a Snapchat of someone Snapchatting you in the fashion show. I hope that Rihanna paid for that baby. Like, she paid for that baby, right? <laughs> to, like, the hospital, like. Yeah, like, took care of it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I mean, she should at least help Do pay that. some of the costs of the hospital if she was pregnant giving labor because i'm sure but I, gives like some kind of cachet to the fashion show she had a pregnant woman you know yeah, of she course. had a pregnant woman in labor but also when it comes to these big people fashion shows like these people want to be in the show they I do think that if it wasn't rihanna she would have been like okay i'm about to have a baby i, I mean, can't labor. be in your fashion show this week. i have to go so yeah. i think like part of being a runway model and stuff like that is that like you want to walk in these people's shows because they're the lit one mm-hmm. you're not the lit one they're the lit mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. and you want to walk in their clothes so you know boom 
Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it's Rihanna. I would definitely. One I would me. work for her. Any she hired me at any position she had. Lost my know? toe. I'm like Rihanna. I'm here. I'll be a janitor in your <laughs> your office. You want me to like pick all the brown M and M's out of the bag for you because that's the only ones you like to eat. Fine. Okay. You want me to roll your blunts? <laughs> she seems like she like red M and M's. Red, yeah, brown. I was just like, that's Whoa. fine. But I just for some reason I feel like Rihanna would. Like only red M and M's. Probably, <laughs> probably, probably. Okay. So, um, speaking of people having babies, yeah, you know, I just I saw the photo of Stormy, True, and Chicago, mm-hmm. and then, you know Chicago and Stormy are late. <laughs> I'm just gonna get I down. Know, people to were it. really upset. Well, people were sending positive messages towards to the Kardashians. Because some people had posted very negative comments under the picture of their three babies. Because, you know, they're all the sisters and they all have babies like a couple months apart from each other. Yeah, but it was predominantly towards True. It was. And True is slightly darker than the other two. And people were really like throwing some really mean things at this baby, you know? And it's like, it's disgusting what people were saying. And it's like, yeah, people don't like the Kardashians. I don't really like them that much either. But the reality of the situation is, if you're a grown-ass person commenting on a photo of a baby saying disgusting racist shit, you need to reevaluate. I agree. Reevaluate your life. And I just happened to be scrolling and I saw the most disgusting thing. I'm like, are you serious? I saw one person uh, said, oh yeah, you can definitely tell, I'm paraphrasing, that the one in the middle... Should be playing for the NBA. Fucked up. Because <laughs> she's a little bit darker. She should be playing for the NBA. I mean, is is the dad an NBA player? Yes. Okay, but even still, but it is the comment. Yeah. I mean, just... someone did say someone else said that she was cute but too dark. You know? Oh, she's cute, but she's a little too dark. Oh why would you say God. that? As why a would? Why as a grown person would you say that? I mean, it is kind of weird that they all have like mixed babies. It's, it's their preference. You feel That's me? Fine. Whatever. That's I know totally people fine. out in life that be like, oh, I only date white girls. I like, okay. That's, That's their cool. preference. They like black dick, so do I. <laughs> but I'm just I'm surprised because okay, you have sisters. Do all of your sisters like the same type of men? No. I don't know if many sisters they all like the same kind of men. Yeah, you might my, my, my me and my sisters are completely different in that respect. Even sisters I know that are close. You know, they're not that close. They don't choose the same profession, have the same, you know, like type of men, have babies three months apart from each other because they all want to have babies together. Yeah, I mean, it's creepy. <laughs> it is a little creepy. Now that you're saying it like this, it sounds like like, like, like a factory. Yeah, right? It seems a little. Line. Like a we're little, doing this now, then we're doing this. A little baby now factory. We're babies. Yeah. Now we're doing covers of magazines. Yeah. Now we're doing fa- you know, it's just. It does seem a little bit creepy. And I know you didn't want to talk about this, but what about her cornrows? I don't like the cornrows. I just don't like them. I don't like when Kim Kardashian wears cornrows. I don't. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know why. I'm not going to go into depth as to why I don't like it. I just don't like when she wears cornrows. First of all, the only re- the only problem and the reason why I don't like to talk about it is because of you motherfuckers, okay, <laughs> out there. It's because when I was 12 years old and had some fucking cornrows in my hair... That shit wasn't cool. I know. That shit was not cool at all. And now it's sexy. Now it's sexy. <laughs> Black women have been getting their hair cornrowed for centuries. <laughs> all of a sudden, Kim Kardashian puts these shits and it's like a phenomenon over the world between people, between the two races. And it seems like it only 
do you know how many girls this summer of all races I saw with the two long braids with the extensions all the way down their butt? Just okay, like but two the point is, inside. you know, just like everyone had it this summer. Everyone, and it's it's trending. It's cool, but I just find the braids are a little bit more. I don't know. It's it's cute. It's just two little braids, but like the cornrows, like that takes hours. Yeah. Like yeah. why are you doing that? Why are you taking hours to get your hair cornrowed? The reason I do it is because I have to. And it's just like you never did that before. So I mean, granted, there's things that I never did before. It just seems like cornrows. Why? Why is it all of a sudden people are acting like cornrows and braids that go straight back, are something that. Like, ne- nobody's ever heard of. You know, like when dating, you know, most men want you to have straight hair. Oh, like, do you ever see that episode uh, of Insecure? And Issa had, a, I guess, an online dating profile, and her hair was straight in the profile. And she showed up, and she had braids. And the guy was like, oh, your hair's different. She's like, yeah. He's like, oh, you ever, you ever change it back? You ever, you ever go back to it? <laughs> like, it was, it's always Sick. something, you know, difficult, right. you know? But, but I think then, now, in this gen, right now, where we, like, the time that we're in, that's flourishing. We're flourishing with our natural hair. Yeah. We're yeah. flourishing. I know a lot of black men who don't want their girlfriends to wear weave. Weave is out. Good. They I'm encourage glad. the I'm natural glad. hair. I'm They're glad. encouraging, you know, you to be unapologetically yourself, whatever way your hair is. I'm glad. So good. I feel like, you know, the curls are in. Yeah. Natural state, bantu knots, yeah. twist outs. Yeah. You know. It's so different. So very, very different. So I don't know. That's all I want to say. I just don't like the braids. And I'm not going to hate on their whole empire. They hustle. But there you go. they really... You know, but, you know, I, I don't know. I'm next, a Kardashian. Next hairstyle. <laughs> next hairstyle. <laughs> next hairstyle. Let's move on. Next hairstyle. Well, okay. you know, it's not the summer. You know, braids are for the summer. You're so. right. You're <laughs> right. We're about to move out of the summer. We're about to go to the wintertime. We'll see you next summer, Kim. I know, right? You're right. She, she I'm sure she does extensions, too. So she's going to go back to leave, does. I'm sure, in the winter and wigs in the winter. And, mm-hmm. You know, everyone does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, this wide awake group. I don't even think it's wide awake. It's white awake. Yes. White awake. Has anybody group. heard about this white awake group? We're not going to hate on this group. It's a support group. No, and I'm not, I really don't have anything hateful to say about this group. <laughs> Honestly, I don't. You know, the white awake group at the University of Maryland. It's a safe place for white people to talk about race. But when you saw the flyer, the flyer was supposed to be anti-racism. Can but I it didn't seem that way. What was on the flyer? Yeah, okay, please, please, so please. it says it has like bullet points to try and track people. Yeah. One, do you want to improve your ability to relate and connect with people who are different from yourself? Okay. Mm-hmm. Two, do you sometimes feel uncomfortable and confused before, during, or after interactions with racial and ethnic minorities? That's not a good question. That's not a good question. Do you sometimes feel uncomfortable and confused before, during, or after interactions with racial and ethnic minorities? Is that something that people experience? Racial and ethnic minorities. Well, like, I mean, what is that? even okay, oh, this fuck? even as yourself, do you ever feel uncomfortable after interacting with somebody who's Asian? Essentially, I like the way it said before, during, or after, but it should say ever. Yeah. But do you ever feel confused or uncomfortable after talking to somebody who's a different race than you? Maybe, no, no, I don't. Because unless I can't physically understand what you're saying. You're right. In that small, yeah. like you, what's 
splitting us up is the fact that you don't speak the same language as me. Maybe I would leave being confused, like what just happened. But the reality of the situation is, no, I'm not going to feel some type of way just because someone is different. And I just had a conversation with them. It's like, the, it's like, um, remember I was saying the girl came in the office and she couldn't even speak about what she wanted to say. She was like, uh, my mom. It's because she spoke a different language? No, it's just the way that people communicate nowadays. Oh, like, okay, why would okay. I feel okay. uncomfortable speaking to someone of a different race? Why? Okay, let me put this one example. <laughs> the guy who works at the uh, corner store across from my house. Whenever he's giving me change, I can never figure out. I can't understand what he's saying with the change. So I always just like give him my largest bill, and then he looks looks confused because I can't understand what he's saying, mm-hmm. and it does make me feel uncomfortable. But that's the only time it's ever a problem. That's what I'm saying. Where the barrier is the fact that I do not speak the same language as you. But like, yeah. if someone was conveying a thought to me, and I was comprehending that thought understanding it evaluating it like there's no reason for me to feel uncomfortable well maybe a lot of people can't understand what like black people say i mean we do speak in abonics what the fuck not that much they <laughs> not that much. <laughs> <laughs> do people yeah it, i don't even think that that's even i don't even think abonics is a thing anymore because everybody speaks like that yeah though. i know it's just yeah you're right everybody you're right. speaks you're like right. that there's just like you're right you're right yeah. Shit that everybody says, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Three is, do you want to become a better ally? I, that's, that's nice. That's a good question. Yeah, I was going to say, I kind of like that question. Do you want to become a better ally? Because an ally is someone that you work with to, you know, either protect what you have or build something better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The second question confuses me. I don't like that very much, but... I don't know. I don't like the second question. But the other questions are good. The point that got me was that, you know, how can there be a safe place, a white awake group, which is mainly for white people? How do you have a discussion about race with only you guys? I feel like this needs to be a diverse place where there's representatives for everyone. How do you talk about race and how you're supposed to move while talking about race with these, what is what was it, ethnic minorities? Minorities, if they're not even there. Ah, uh, you know, maybe some people are more afraid of race than we think they are. Is what I'm thinking about this because they interviewed some students and yeah, like a lot of students were like, yeah, I think it's a good idea for like students to have a place they can come together and talk about race. And then other people were at the same time, like, that doesn't make any sense to have a group of exclusively white students talking about race because there's no other races there to represent themselves. But a lot of people like the idea of the group. I mean, there must have been enough people to create this group that thought that they could, they, this, I don't know. I feel like the group, maybe we should call it White Awake Support Group. (laughs) If you want other people to support the I think they just take the white awake out of it. If they want to have a support group where they can sit around and talk about all the different experiences they had with races, but you don't continue, you don't build a better foundation on a conversation about race without everybody having the floor. You know, this is very interesting because I feel like this has become into play a lot more now that Trump is president. I feel like this group would not have been necessary during Obama's presidency, 
I'm not trying to alienate any of our conservative or right. <laughs> just rolled her eyes. Right. No, I did not. Why <laughs> would you tell them that? She did not roll her <laughs> I thought she gave me a look. She didn't give me a look. Okay. That's all right. Um, she already blew my spot. So it's fine. <laughs> but I just feel like this wouldn't have been an issue during uh, Obama's presidency. I don't know if it's because people were so afraid to talk about race and they just didn't. But I hate to say it, but I kind of preferred it because I feel like this is kind of ridiculous. I mean, I'm from Maryland. I'm kind of shocked this is happening at the University of Maryland. I mean, Maryland is small, but there's a lot of different people in Maryland. And I don't know, there's, there's very rural parts, but we also have major cities, you yeah, know? didn't you say where you live, like, it was very diverse. It was super, a very diverse school. Super diverse. We were between Baltimore and D.C. D.C. is very diverse because there's a lot of international people, people who come to work there, you know? So we have that one tenant who's from D.C. who I really dislike, but... All I'm saying is I think it's a good idea. The two questions were good. Let's open a dialogue about race and how we can move forward and have the conversation be more healthy for everybody. But I don't want it to be a group of just one type of people. You feel me? We need everybody involved. We need everybody on the same wavelength so that everybody's included and we can really find a way to move forward because if you're only talking to like-minded people people who think the same as you you're not getting other perspectives other yeah. ideas because you all think the same yeah yeah where i grew up it was it was great i mean um yeah definitely very diverse definitely very 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 diverse and i think it's really important you know a lot of people just don't even have experiences yeah. with people of other races you know yeah. i mean and I get that. I get you that. Could go your, you can go your, you can live in a super diverse area with lots of Asian people and lots of black people, lots of white people, but there's no Hispanics. And then you go someplace and you're like, what? What do I do? What do I say? Like, I don't know. Maybe that scares people. Maybe. I'm just like so surprised they just ha- that this is the, the solution is that they should come together separately and, and talk, talk about, about race, it. which includes everybody. It just makes no sense to me. Honestly. Are they scared? Must be terrified. I'm sorry. Don't be terrified. We're not that scary, right? (laughs) I'm not scared. Well, sometimes I'm scary. (laughs) I do yell. I be calling people and I be, did you pay your rent this month? (laughs) I yell. I yell. I yell. Yeah. But if someone realistically came to me and I knew people and were like, yeah, at least we want to start this group where we talk. I would go to the first meeting, see how it went. It just seems like it's not inclusive of ethnic minorities being called white awake. Yeah, we can't come. What the hell? We can't come. But if someone came to me and was like, oh, they wanted to start some group where we talked with everybody and we found a way to keep our community together and not, you know, be lashing out at people, I think that I would be down for that. But yeah, if you're calling it white awake, I don't feel like I'm invited. What if I'm black and sleepy? I can't go? Yeah, you can't. No, because you're black, you can't go. <laughs> it's called white awake, so it's not for you. Okay. Not okay. For us. okay. At least it doesn't seem like it's for us. So. Well, I guess we should tag University of Maryland. Hopefully they'll listen to this. And you guys will consider changing the name maybe to be a little more inclusive. Yeah. So that you could have different people come to the talk to the group and talk about race. race. You know? I think I mean, the premise of it was a good idea. It is. It is. Just really wasn't a good flyer. <laughs> yeah. Get on the marketing person. Add some more color good. to it. It was kind of bland. You it know, was like, like blue, blue gold. gold. Yeah, with like mm. in the clouds. Like, do you want to come to White Awake mm. in the clouds? No. <laughs> like, add some purple, green, blue yeah, colors. Come on. <laughs> come on. Mm-hmm. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a break, right? Mm-hmm. I need a refresh. 
Yes. We're drinking rum today. Yeah, cheers. We got plastic cups. That's because in the last episode, <laughs> you could hear us clunking our glasses up and down. So we got plastic cups. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're moving on, evolving. Yes, growing. Every episode getting better. <laughs> okay. So we're going to take a break and we'll be back. Yeah. Back with the show, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Thank we're you back. For I refreshed around. my drink. Yeah, and we're ready. Yes, we are. We are. <laughs> we're ready to debate. To debate. <laughs> Your honor. <laughs> okay, so the debate topic today is Tiana. Yeah. Anybody seen this movie out there? Because I feel like every fucking person that I ask about this movie, they say they haven't seen it. Really? A lot of people haven't seen The Princess and the Frog? A lot of people haven't seen it. Yeah, t- The Princess and the Frog. She's the black uh, Disney, Disney princess, princess yes. right? Tiana. Mm-hmm. She's cute. Beautiful. I love her. But the movie was just whack. It was just a whack movie. What? It was a whack-ass movie. Like, leave it. You know what? What pisses me off is that it's the only black princess that we have and you choose not to support her. I'm not trying to not support her. I'm just saying they didn't give her the justice she deserves. She was a frog the entire movie. But this is not fair. Like, I know she's a princess and everything, but she was a frog the entire movie. Because it wasn't... She was a frog. You're right. But the movie was cute. It was a cute movie. I loved it. It was down in the bayou. You know, the crocodile that wanted to be in the band... The fucking mosquito fly. That you didn't think it was like a lot of stereotypes? You know, like stereotypes. Like, Word, I like, get oh. what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But as a whole, when I'm watching the movie for what it is, mm-hmm. I enjoy it. I, it was, I liked it, but it was hard for me to really enjoy it because there's just a lot of things. I don't know. Like I liked in the end that she had her own business, but that wasn't very princessy. Like she was the only princess who had to work afterwards. And then her prince was... He, I don't even know what his name was. He was cute. Naveen, I think it was Naveen. Naveen. He was broke. He was looking for another woman to marry. And she was the white girl too, the Mardi Gras princess. Yeah, he chose the other girl first. He didn't even choose Tiana. He chose the other girl first, and I don't know what happened. I guess he got turned into a frog, and then I did kind of fall in love, which is, you know, beautiful and everything. But then the the whole purpose for him was just to go out and might find find a wife. Yeah, because his parents had cut him off. He needed money. So if he got married, he'd have money? Yeah. So he basically like kind of trapped Tiana into... The, and then she still had to work. Like, what kind of princess, you Who know, gift is that? I mean, there's... When you put it like that, it's hard to disagree. But damn, dog, she's the only one we got. Like, why can't we just stand one. behind... There's no way. No. Why can't right. we just stand behind her and be like... That's the best Disney princess because she's the best. Just because. And it's like, no, no, no. Everybody throws her to the side. That shit is not like on any, every single time. If I looked up like Beauty and the Beast, that shit would be free. No, that shit would be free, right? Mm-hmm. If I look up some other shit, it's very readily available to watch the other Disney princesses. Oh, you get oh, on Xfinity. Oh, it's really It's it never on there. It's, it's never on there. It's not and on Netflix. And I think Netflix. it has a limited 
like viewing audience because she was a frog most of the movie. It wasn't it wasn't romantic. Like even though it was in the bio and everything, it wasn't. So I'm as the romantic. only person that liked this fucking movie. Maybe that's not true. I'm sure other people liked the movie. I'm sure they did because I mean, girls dress up as Tiana and. I definitely support her. I'm glad that we have a black Disney princess. I was just mad. I just feel like they just kind of gypped her on the movie. And it just didn't make her as relatable as the other ones. You know? Like, she didn't... Like, her... Like, Ariel, her beautiful talent with her singing. You know? And, like, Snow White and Beauty and the Beast were, like, such good caregivers. Like, it didn't even seem like Tiana needed any of that shit. Like, it, she didn't need that shit. Not that you should do it. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It just she just wasn't very princessy. No, I get it. There's like the one scene like, with her oh, in a dress. Kiss me so I can wake up and, you know, these there's birds singing around helping me get dressed and you know I go to the ball and I get. And a, I'm not supporting that over Tiana being a hard working princess. Like that. I'm not supporting it, it over that because like I that. think that is great. But they should. I just. I don't know. I feel like she should have been like a princess. Like okay, how about this? Like. She finds out later that her family is rich and then she becomes a princess and then she gets to do her own thing on the side and she's, you know, I just didn't like the way they tied it into the man. I didn't like that. I just felt like he was unnecessary in the entire movie. So, so you I don't like, support Tiana? I do support Tiana. I just, I don't know. You hate the movie. I hated the movie. <laughs> she's hate I her. criticized it the whole way through. I'm and I so know you. Sorry. I, I, know, I know you. I know you. I know you. I'm very critical. I this everything. Why does, he have to, why does she have to have a job? Why does he? I'm like. It's fine. It just seemed like she was supporting him. I think that was no, the I part of it that bothered me about the job thing. No, that the you, entire time it felt like she was supporting him. In retrospect, when you put it up against every other Disney princess, I understand what you're saying. I feel like the men worked harder for the princess. I feel like he was dragged along the whole time. He's like, Word, oh, but I feel like the Tiana thing was just like, you know, modern day women. And I feel yeah, like they it was, pictured it was, it was. us as it was. black women perfectly. You yeah. know, like she wasn't out here waiting for someone to kiss her and wake up. No, she wasn't out here waiting for someone to rescue her from the dungeon of the beast. Like, no, 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 no. She went out there. Mm-hmm worked hard, save up her money so that she could purchase something of her own. No, she didn't need him. And you're maybe you're right. At the end of the day, the only reason she probably didn't get it was because she was turned into a frog the whole time. Like, you can't really be chasing your dreams as you're a frog. <laughs> so maybe, you know, it was unnecessary for her to have to do all of that because at some point she probably just could have got it herself. I think I was mostly irritated because I thought the prince was not... A good enough guy for her you know maybe i just feel like she deserved better than him but she by the deserved, end of the movie he she's going to be a queen guy. at the end <laughs> word but by the end of that movie he was that guy he was and maybe you know i gotta rewatch the ending it was cute like it god cute. it's fucking cute it is cute and, and the fly evangeline and he's in love with the star and yeah. they sing down the bayou and he saves them like, oh, God, it's fucking cute. It's way better than Frozen. <laughs> like, God. I never saw Frozen. I, I did see Frozen, but there's a lot of kids around, so I couldn't hear any of it. And I was like, why am Frozen I here watching so Frozen? Bad. And then I just left. I have no idea why little boys watch Frozen. Like, do when they? I watch, you know, little kids in general love they all like, those sort of movies. They do. And that's why I feel like, yeah, he wasn't a good enough male prince for the guys either. You should have been a stand-up guy from the beginning. Yeah, you're you know, right. it's always about like two people who deserve to be together get together. 
you know. Yeah, it's well. never like about somebody's comeback story. Yeah, <laughs> she changed them this time. <laughs> exactly, exactly. She molded them, and in the end, she got what she wanted. <laughs> That's a, that's a modern day princess. You're right. That's You're what right. I'm saying. So right. Maybe that's the difference. It, maybe it is. Maybe Nowadays, it is. it's more relatable for us women to be out here and getting it than waiting back for something to come to us. Okay. You're right. So what's the what's the verdict? Verdict is dun dun dun. We're gonna agree to disagree. We agree to disagree. The verdict is we agree to disagree. You <laughs> and I'm never gonna watch it with you because I gonna ruin it. <laughs> Maybe you should go home and just take some time to appreciate the only African-American Disney princess okay. we have. I'll put my pajamas on, get all yeah. snuggled, you know. Glass of wine or something. Yeah, glass of wine. You know, and enjoy it. it in. I'll cry, you know. Going down the bayou. <laughs> who, who was it? <laughs> who was the? And they had like Madame Hootie. She was a voodoo queen. Always. And, it was cute. It was cute. It was cute. It was cute. Yeah, you're okay, right. Okay, but what about Adrian Broner? <laughs> did you see that video? I did. I did. This is why. I, oh gosh. This I'm is the thing about Nara though, as well. What? She don't be on Instagram. I don't. I know. And I'm I don't. on Instagram. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I send her funny things, you know, to her DMs, and she never sees them. But this Adrian Broner one, she caught it. I did. I did. I did. I she did. got that one. <laughs> I actually because. Uh, yeah, my boyfriend told me about it and told me to watch it, so. Word, like, he was bugging. Really? I was highly upset because it's like, don't give them a reason to talk about us, honestly. Like, don't act the way that they think we already act. He's a boxer, right? Yes, and he, men, quote me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. I'm just going to put out my opinion. Mm-hmm. Adrian Broner was a good boxer, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. he was always mixed up in the hype with the money team because I think he used to be with Floyd and them. Oh, okay. He's always going to that yeah. and drugs. And he always like failed oh. his tests and shit like that. Like, I don't know last time he fought. That's probably why he's taking Uber. <laughs> exactly. That's why he's terrorizing Uber So he was drivers. like yelling at the Uber driver, screaming at the Uber driver. That's so it was ridiculous. Him and his homies hopping an Uber. And you know, sometimes your Uber driver, like if a nice Uber driver, they will hand you the aux cord without asking. Yeah, true. For some reason, I don't know if I'm stereotyping, I don't feel like this man was like, please, plug up. <laughs> you know? They probably didn't get into the car. Hello, sir. How you doing, Uber Can driver? My name is... Yeah, yeah, right. Mm. No, they probably were just like, yo, we want to plug up. Mm-hmm. They wanted to play sicko mode. Mm-hmm. And... All you hear is Adrian Brunner and his friends screaming at the top of their lungs, Snapchatting this, and they show a shot of the man, the Uber driver's face, and he looks terrified. That's terrible. Like, terrified. And he proceeds to keep driving for a few more seconds, and then they videotape this man literally throwing his car in park and jumping out. He was sweating, sweating. He was just like panicking. You could tell he was terrified for his life. Mm Mm-hmm. Gosh, isn't that terrible? Like, Getting banished from Uber. Word. What would you do? You guess go back taking the bus. Or Lyft. Or Lyft. <laughs> you're right. Lyft. They're not together. You're right. You're yeah, right. You're you right. Go to Lyft. There is Uber and Lyft here. A lot of places don't have both. So. Well, the crazy thing is that's another thing about the city that's great mm-hmm. that I never really realized. Mm-hmm. Because when I was out in Orlando, I wanted to go downtown. I had nobody to go with me. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to just mob out by myself, see what I get into. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'll call an Uber. Mm-hmm. 
That shit was like twenty three dollars. Twenty three dollars? No, was like what the... mostly when I pay like a fourteen dollar Uber the most, and but I'm always Uber splitting X. it with somebody. You Uber X a lot though. Who me? Yeah, I'm not paying for a full Uber, especially with Keith. Then I, we split it, exactly. so it ends up being seven dollars. Not bad for a nice nah, night, you nah, know. Uber pool it. Yeah, I mean, I will too. Especially if I'm not going far. Or I never really rush. have to go far. I'd be out at Fishtown. Yeah. I'd be downtown or I'm at work. Yeah, it's yeah. usually people in the same vicinity going the same way as you. My uh, old roommate, she Ubers from South Philly to Fishtown. How much does that cost? She Damn. said like $25, $30. I Ubered to Wissahickon. That shit was like 15 bucks. That's not bad. 15 Wissahickon is out of the city. Yeah. That's not bad. It's, it's not in Jersey either, is it? No, no, it's Philly. I mean, well, it's Philadelphia. It's like, north. It's out outside of the actual city. So it's, okay, so it's its own city, but probably Philadelphia County yes, or something. Yes, okay, yes, okay. Yes, so it's within it the It was a residential neighborhood. It was driveways is, and houses and that's stuff That's not like bad. That. $15? 15 bucks. And then I Uber pulled expressed it back. <laughs> that's really great that we have that. So what do you think about Uber etiquette? Because, you know, a lot of them have the cameras in Ubers now. And they, yeah. like, straight up watch you. You can see the camera right there. You can see your video there. I've been in some of them. You could see yourself on the camera. They have different angles. Because people, I guess, do really crazy things in Ubers, and the drivers want to protect themselves. Well, so do you think... It's like you said, though. You always introduce yourself when you get to an Uber. I do. I never I do. do that, and I really I, I should probably do that more. Yeah, I always like make sure, like, like who are you picking up? Nara. Okay, this is my Uber. Yeah. Because especially when you're going to, like, a uh, out, there's a lot of Ubers there, you know, so... But, but then I started doing it. But anybody posing as an exactly. Uber driver, just picking exactly. you up. And that's how I started doing it, and yeah, exactly. You don't know. You don't, you don't know. know these people. Just because they're employed by Uber does not mean you know these people. A million people could have a Honda Camry, and you get into the wrong Honda, Cam- Honda Camry, and then you don't know where you are, so... And I don't think Uber's, like, doing extensive background checks. Like, you could just get a job at Uber and just be, like, out here doing wild shit. Well, they have this new safety thing now, where you can, like, open the Uber app and then send your location or alert an emergency emergency like right away from one button yeah and that's for no nice. reason that's not for no reason i like know something I know. popped off and, and now they're like we need to be more you know conscious about the fact that you are meeting someone you don't know getting in their car and trusting that they're going to take you to where they yeah where you, you think you're certainly gonna go yeah 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 true well, okay, so do yelling obviously it's not okay in uber what about, what about making out do you think making out is okay in an uber that's just weird. <laughs> Especially in an Uber pool. <laughs> like, if you kiss, okay? Like, a mm-hmm. few pecks. But if you're back there, like, dry humping, making out, like, all this nasty shit, like, bro, wait till you get home. I feel like a cab, you can get away with that because there's, like, the, the, bar- the, the, barrier. Bar- the barrier and the, you know, like, I don't think you can do that in Uber. But I feel like that's something we might have done when we were, like, 18, 19. <laughs> like, I have a bed. I yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm not for like that fucking outside. <laughs> why? You people are like, oh yeah, I like to mix it up. We fuck outside sometimes. Like what? I have a room. Like yeah, we can mix it up, but I don't feel like it's necessary to be fucking in an Uber, fucking outside under a bridge, <laughs> like it's in a parking lot. Yeah, it's not necessary. No, maybe one night you get it popping in the car, like whatever. But it's your car, though. Exactly. You pay the insurance on it. Exactly. Like I'm not. Gonna... There's some something in the car. You, it's your responsibility. You know. Yeah. Exactly. So making out an Uber, if you like going hot and heavy, just cut it. Wait till you get home. Okay. So you think an Uber a driver should be able to ban you for that? Or like, I don't. I've never heard of anyone getting banned from Uber for like, 
making out in the car. I mean, I guess probably puking in the car, they can ban you from Uber. No, like, they fucking, if you puke in anyone's car, it's like a $500 charge. Damn. And they already have your card. Like, You're the right. Uber driver just says, boom, yep. they puked, and it's a wrap. Puked a picture, bam. For yeah. real. $500. I don't know if it's 500 maybe like 250 like some wild I think shit. it is probably, I think it's like 250 300 or something. Yeah. That's not, that's not bad, but... It's not good. Well, I mean, I guess if somebody pukes in your car, like, yes, I do have to now go get it clean, so I need you to pay for that. But then also, it's like, you puked in my car. Like, this is disgusting. I had an Uber driver tell me that they just cleaned it up themselves and then just pocketed the rest of the money. Exactly. You know, honestly, if someone pukes in your car, I think that's deserved. Because, you know, your car's going to smell at the least. Yeah, well, you're not going to wait to get it clean. You're just going to clean it yourself, and then the money's there. That shit stains. You know? Yeah, exactly. Especially Uber drivers are employed by Uber to pick up drunk people. So it's like alcohol puke, not yeah. like yeah. it stinks. It's going to be yeah. like smelling like alcohol. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. Yeah. definitely don't puke in your Ubers. Don't make out in Ubers. Do not terrify your Uber drivers, okay? But also be aware of who you're getting in the car with. And, you know, especially people who live in the city, you know, be on extra lookout yeah you know? yeah no i completely agree really agree yeah. be safe out there when you're overs your lifts yeah. whatever else. just in general be Cabs, fucking safe you know mm-hmm. yeah so love languages right yeah you always want to talk about some lady stuff some love stuff so tell love us what this lovely is for the way you look at me oh i don't know it <laughs> okay okay so the Five Love Languages. It's by Gary Chapman. Yes. Chapman. Chapman. Mm-hmm. So basically, um, I heard something about it on TV, and shit really, like, stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't understand why more people weren't updating themselves about their love language. What is a love language? Your love language. How you find out your, what your love language is or how you find out what your partner's love language is. Mm-hmm. You would ask yourself, what makes me feel loved and cherished in my relationship? Okay. You okay. would ask your partner the same. You okay. feel me? I don't know what makes me feel loved and cherished in my relationship. You don't know? No. Exactly. So it's like, why don't more people... You can love somebody better mm-hmm. if you know yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a key part of, like, loving anyone. It's just, like, having to know who you are, how you love, and, like, what the best thing you can put out there. True, 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 true. So, basically, the five love languages are words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. Oh, okay. And what you want to do is you want to go on Google, just type in the five love language test, and take the test. And don't bullshit. Don't be like, oh, I'm just going to answer the questions, because that's what I did the first time. (laughs) And... It's going to tally up the amount of answers for each. And you're going to, obviously, the one you have the most, they're saying that that's your, you know. Love language. That's your deepest love language. Okay. Because you can be more than one love language. You can have more than one love language. Okay. Okay. So take the test and you'll figure out, you know, what your love language is and just be for real about it and think about what you're answering at the question so you can get a real result from it. Okay. Okay. So we'll start with words from affirmation. This was something that was really high for me. I had like 12 of these. Okay. And it really made me think about it because I want to be the type of person that actions speak louder than words. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And with words of affirmation, actions don't always speak louder than words. Okay. Okay. So I love yous and compliments. They really mean the world. To you. 
to me. Okay. Yeah. Insults can leave me shattered. Okay. And like, I will never forgive you. Really? Yes. Like, if you say something intentionally to hurt my feelings and you're someone that I love or someone that I care about, like, sometimes I won't forgive you. Like, I'll always remember that. And it, it hurts my feelings really deeply because mm-hmm. I don't go around trying to hurt people. True. You true. feel me? And you, I really just thrive on hearing kind and encouraging words. Okay. So, you know, some things, if you, if this is your love language, this is what, you know, you would want your per, your significant other to do for you. Mm-hmm. But also, if this is your partner's love language, that's the difference. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You have to figure out your love language and you also have to figure out your partner's. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because imagine you, they say that the way that you show love is usually the way that you receive it. But that doesn't mean okay, your partner. Okay, that your partner is actually receiving that or wanting that kind of, yes, attention, affection. Exactly. Okay, okay. So you, okay. just because you want love this way doesn't mean you show it that way, okay. vice versa. And you okay. have to figure out the best way to love your partner. Okay, so words of affirmation. I'm not a big, I don't really give words of affirmation. No? No. <laughs> That's me. Like, if you, you know, send a nice text, compliment my hair and my outfits, like, that shit means a lot to me. I compliment my boyfriend, but I'm not like a really expressive person. No. I'm not very romantic, so putting together romantic things. Gestures and ge- with words. It's hard for me. Yes. My boyfriend wrote me a poem. I can't write him a poem. Damn, he wrote you a poem? That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, when we first started dating, you wrote me a poem. Wow. And I could not write him a poem. No. <laughs> You're like, thanks. Yeah, thank, thank you so you, much. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so the next one was acts of service. Mm-hmm. Just doing nice things. Mm-hmm. How you demonstrate that you're thinking of someone. Okay. Anything you can do to um, ease the weight of responsibility will speak volumes. Okay, okay. It's that phrase, let me help you. I love that. That's what I love. I love when somebody is like willing to do something for me. Like I did the test and yeah, that's my preference is acts of service. Like filling up the gas tank, packing my lunch. It's said laundry. Laundry. I love Dude, I love, I love when someone does laundry, laundry for me. Yeah. <laughs> Laziness, broken commitments, and making more work for them tell these people that their feelings don't matter. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They don't, you don't really care. And when this person gets served out of love versus obligation, that's when they truly feel valued. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if your partner is that type of person that values what you do, mm-hmm. Be about what you say you're going to be about. Because that means the most to them. True. I love when somebody takes care of things before I have to ask them to take care of them. Exactly. Somebody just like, you know, does things to show me that they really care about me. It's the acts of service. Yes, acts of service. (laughs) The third is receiving gifts. And all you people, as soon as you hear that, you're like, oh, you just like... Dune, well, not me say Dune and Bird. That's all. Presents and like jewelry, exactly. and a car. But it's like not stuff, about you know? materialism. It, okay. It's about um, the gift and how the thrives on love, thoughtfulness, and the effort behind the gift. The gifts are heartfelt symbols for you of someone's love and affection for you. So, like, they go somewhere and they think of you and they see something, they buy it. Like, oh, yeah, I got this for you. Exactly. Oh, you always have to cherish. Yes, concert tickets. Okay. Where it's like you're going and you're building memories with these gifts. Okay. And that those memories mean more than the gifts. I give gifts. I would say I'm a gift giver. Yeah, I buy concert tickets. I buy just like fun stuff, you know, like, hey, new backpack, you know, new shoes, headphones. I like to do just like little stuff that I know he needs and then get it for him. So that's nice. 
So this could be one of your love languages. Yes, I need to find out what his is. Okay. Word. <laughs> exactly. Like, you could be giving gifts. He ain't don't even need these exactly. gifts. You could be richer. Maybe. Maybe. Like, okay, so the fourth was quality time. That's mm-hmm. just spending time. Full, undivided attention. Uninterrupted time talking or doing activities together. Deepens your connection. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That time where it's like, okay, we're not... Doing phones. Turn your phone off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's play the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's um, r- listen to music. That's always a good one. Like, let's, let's, Yeah, we go to Barcade and play NBA Jam. Exactly. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's just time being spent with your partner without letting the outside world distract you. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So people who, you know, have this love language, staycations are always good, date nights. Okay. And just leave your phones at home. Okay. Try yeah. it. Okay, I like it. I like it. Those are very interesting. Yes. Different love languages. Yes. And the last one is physical touch. Oh. It's anything from sex to hand-holding, but not necessarily being touchy. Okay. It's like more about, you know, like when your grandmom dies. Okay. You know, and somebody gives you that safe pat on the back. Oh, like hugs and okay, okay, I understand. Hand holding. Yes. Okay, okay. I it's see. less okay. about the amount and more about the placement and when. Back rubs, things are more sensual. Yeah. Not just getting it on a lot. Exactly. <laughs> okay. And it's like sometimes, you know, you could just be walking and he'll just walk up and grab your hand. Like it's yeah, yeah. Maybe he doesn't do that every day. Yeah, yeah. Those but like are always in, nice moments. Exactly. In that exact moment it meant everything to you. Yes, so yes. Really. So Wrapping that all up, basically what I just told you all this information for was find out your love language. Find out how you show and receive love because you could be like two batteries, both on the plus side. You know, you guys are just bumping heads because you don't really understand yourself or your partner. Your love isn't flowing in a circuit. Exactly, (laughs) because you don't know how they receive love. Yeah, true. So take the test. And fuck it. Maybe I'm talking some bullshit. Maybe I'm not. But if you take the test and it helps you figure out, you know, how you receive love and it helps your partner show you more love efficiently, then I've reached a few people, right? Yes, you have. You have. Definitely have. You have. So the five love languages, <laughs> the five love language guys, Gary Chapman, take the test. Take the test. So Elise. Do you mind if I mention that today is my birthday? Absolutely not. I love birthdays. <laughs> Happy, Happy birthday. birthday, bro. Thank you. Thank Happy you. birthday. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm really glad that we've formed this path together. And I'm thankful for this day because thank if not, you. we wouldn't be here shooting this podcast together. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Shout out to your mama too because she <laughs> created you. Her birthday is September 23rd. Mm-hmm. So shout out, happy birthday to my mother too because her birthday's coming up mm-hmm. soon. So. But since it is my birthday and it's my birthday month. Virgo season. Yeah, Virgos. And we're talking about sex and love, you know. Um, I decided I'd share a uh, love and sex horoscope for Virgos. Like a few key lines about Virgos and what they got going on. Okay, so if any Virgos out there, tell us if you agree with this. Because I don't agree with everything here. But I want to share with everyone some of the things that I found about Virgos in our love and sex lives, okay? Let them know. Mm-hmm. So apparently we are fairly picky when it comes to choosing a lover. Uh, this can lead Virgo ladies to be on their own for long periods of time until they settle down. But when we do devote, we really do. 
um, when she gives her heart, because we're Earth signs, you know, we're very like Mother Earth. Yeah, Mother Earth. You know, um, we really like pick our uh, partners very carefully, very very picky. But then it lasts forever. So I hope that's really true. But the sex stuff, I don't believe in this too. Okay, so it says that we strive for perfection, even in our sex lives. Uh, we focus on the technical parts of sex and don't like surprises in the bedroom. You don't feel like that? I don't think that's true. I feel like that's very. But like, there's a perfection know, in the. There's no perfection. It's going to be different every single time. This is the thing. Horoscopes kind of fuck up astrology. That's another episode, guys. Don't. I'm going to hit you with some facts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the horoscopes, it's like, yeah, how can a horoscope really detail every Virgo sex life? Like, it's like personal, you know? So it's like, it's hard for you to be like, yeah, if you like surprises, it directly you know i pulled from many things and they all said the same things really yes yes all different pieces all said the same thing wow i know it's just like do you live by what you believe is in your horoscope you know how much of it but how much like some of the things about my horoscope are very true you know i just believe the good shit yeah you're right honestly you're right you're right well not even just the good shit i just believe the shit that I relate to. And I think that's all astrology is for people mm-hmm. because it is a pseudoscience. It's not a real science. Yeah, it is. So I feel like people use it as a tool to like open up hard conversations or look at those hard parts of yourself. You know? Yeah, I suppose that's true. I feel like so true. like, it's just, I feel like it's just a tool. And when you start getting into like your horoscope and your sex horoscope and all this, like you start, it's like you're putting some very specific statement about something that's so general and it's about feelings you know what i mean so it's like how are they going to tell you what you like what you do and do not like okay let me let me tell you who the people are who have like uh who are also virgos do you think these people like could fit into one category okay keanu reeves beyonce cameron diaz and nicole ritchie they're all virgos nicole ritchie's birthday is today as well happy birthday nicole ritchie hey um... <laughs> love lionel I do love that song. Mm-hmm. That song I've been playing in the office. I have this magnet that says hello. And it's a little picture of Lionel Richie with a Waldo cap on. Is it me you're looking for? Because oh. you always look for Waldo. Where? He's got the Waldo hat on. I love it. So <laughs> um, I mean, it makes sense that Beyonce was a Virgo. Mm-hmm. Because she is a Virgo. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense that Beyonce is a Virgo because I feel like I have friends that are these signs, and that makes me dissect who they are. Like, you're a Virgo. And, and I have a lot of friends who are Pisces. Yeah. I do. And Pisces and Virgos supposedly are supposed to be good friends. So I feel like all my Virgo friends are, like, really driven. So that makes sense to me that Beyonce could be a Virgo because... Michael Jackson's a Virgo. Ex- like Michael Jackson and Beyonce are Virgos? That's what. <laughs> that's what. I got, like, Justin Bieber. Like, fuck. <laughs> Biebs. Mother Teresa's a Virgo. What the fuck? <laughs> Mother Teresa? Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. So Cameron Cam- Diaz, like, she, she's my favorite. She's been in mad movies. I love Cameron Diaz. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Adam Sandler is my boy, <laughs> I like Adam Sandler. Me too. Amy Winehouse. Blended was I, my favorite movie, You I love swear. Blended? You, I always try and get people to watch it, because I just crack up the whole time. Love Adam Sandler. I, yeah. I, I do too. 
He's he's got a good portfolio of movies. He really does funny ass movies. He does. He does. And I don't even really like comedy. If you don't like one Adam Sandler movie, there's another Adam Sandler movie out there for you. Exactly. <laughs> you Everybody know? likes Billy Madison, Big Daddy. Big Everybody Daddy. loves those. And I just saw this one with uh, him and Chris Rock. It was hilarious on Netflix. Oh, the one where they were dads. Yes, that shit was hilarious. <sighs> And just you it know, was like the stingy one trying yeah. to like ruin their wedding and shit. Yeah. Well, there was he did so many. He did the movie uh, with <laughs> Kevin James, and they went to a camp and grown ups. Grown ups. He did so. Was he grown ups? Yeah, that was Adam Sandler. Hey, he did so many movies. And yeah, Kevin James. I. Who else was in that? Uh, David Spade. Yeah. Yeah, there was somebody else though. What was it called? It was a black guy. Was it Chris Rock? Yeah, I think it was. I guess they must be friends. They are. They're probably yeah. friends. They're probably good friends, right? Is it Chris Rock? Oh, let's see. Let's see. I don't uh, know. Hmm. Sam Hyde was in it. Oh, Sam Hyde was his, was, was was his, his wife. wife, right? Oh, it is Chris Rock. I knew it. Chris I knew I knew it. Hmm. They must be friends. That's cool. Yeah. And of course, Witcher McCall was in it. His little buddy who's always in every Adam. Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. Um, is that how you say it? No, Rob, Sh- Rob Schneider. Him All too, right, and this guy, <laughs> yeah, this Steve weird Buscemi. guy. Steve Buscemi's in everything as well. Yeah, the seven degrees separation, you know. Yeah, they're so in everything together. Shout so. out to all the Virgos, Virgo season. Virgo season. Mm, I yeah. didn't realize that Michael Jackson was a Virgo. Oh. Yeah, there's mm. Matt. J- Jada Pinkett no, Smith. Really? Oh. Oh. Shout out to Jada Pinkett oh. Smith, because she has that little podcast on Facebook or whatever, The Red she Table. Is. And that's a really great show, especially if you're a woman. You're right, like, you're right. That's a really great show. Hmm. Rupert Grint from Harry Potter, the little redhead guy. He was a runner as well. By the end, you like Ron. You do. I, you're, you're, I know. I know. Maybe it's almost like beginning. I wish I followed his story in Harry Potter. No, I'm not saying that. And he, he, in the end, he was good. Okay. He so, was. He was. He really, really was. I mean, you can't be mad. You can't be mad. Word. So well, shout out to all people. the Virgos. Yes, definitely a Michael lot of good Jackson people. And Beyonce. Yeah, it's like, what? Well, we'll do everyone's horoscope. We'll shout out Every all month. the best people. Every month. So Every month, to... the new seasonal rolling, mm-hmm. and we'll shout you out, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. hit you with some shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely. So, we're going to play a game, guys. We are. We're going to play a game. And this is right off the dome, so bear with us, okay? So please. Just, please. Gonna, okay. It's called Who Am I? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You get three clues mm-hmm. and... Two guesses, right? We decided two because one is not a good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we need two mm-hmm. guesses at least. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna go first because okay. I already got a person in mind. I'm just I don't. Roll with it. Don't. I don't. But I, I'm gonna go off the cuff. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Um, this person is dead. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. This person is also a part of Kings of Comedy. Okay. And. He was in the first Transformers. Hmm. He sold. What's his name? What's the white boy's name from the first one? Shia LaBeouf. He sold Shia LaBeouf Bumblebee. In the... I don't remember the movie, but I'm gonna go off the. I'm gonna guess. Okay. Go ahead. Is it Bernie Mac? Uncle Bernie. Shout out to my old friend. He brought up Uncle Bernie the other day, and I was like, damn, he's dead. And that's really fucking sad because I did love him. I loved the Bernie Mac show. He was in Transformers, Kings of Comedy. Steve Harvey really took over Bernie Mac's position, you know? He's like Steve Harvey Stop, and I like Bernie Steve Mac Harvey now. too. So I like just... Steve Harvey too. But he just everything. And you wish, see him lately? Wish... He's been rocking the salt and pepper beard. He stopped dyeing it. Oh, good. He looks nice. It was, a, it was a little bit too dark. You he know, like we nice. know you're an older man. You should have a, a little. He said, yeah. um, 
Marjorie was like, this is what we're doing now. Good, good. And That's why you have a wife. Word. Yeah. <laughs> to tell you what to do. <laughs> Make sure you look good when you leave out of the house, you know? Yeah, word. Okay, so you got that one. Yeah, okay, good. Okay, okay I hope you can get a, mine. Yeah, okay. okay. First one. Sports Illustrated model. Okay. Two. Actor and producer. You know? No. Actor Three. and producer? Actor <laughs> and producer. Three. Was in a movie with Lindsay Lohan in the 90s. Really? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Okay, wait. Let me read it. Give it to you again. Okay. One, Sports Illustrated model. Okay. Illustrator? Is that the music magazine? Illustrated. Illustrated. Sports Illustrated. 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 Yeah. Like the swimsuit edition? She mm-hmm. was like a swimsuit. Mm-hmm. Two, actor and producer. Actor and producer. Oh, I know who this is. I know who this and is. And in a movie. I know who this Lizzie is. Lohan in the 90s. Who is it? Tyra Banks. Ding, 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 ding. It was Tyra Banks. What was that movie she was in? Uh, she was a Barbie doll. Life Size. Shine bright, shine <laughs> star, don't be shy, be a star. You remember the song? Where you go, where you are, be a star. Really? I love that movie when I was little. Me and my sisters. I heard they're going to do a second one. Like They've been saying they're going to okay, do a second one for a long like time. They still said they were going to do a second, another another Friday. <laughs> like they said they were going to do Bad Boys again. Like, <laughs> they say that shit all They'll the get way. around to it. They'll get around to it. I, I'm sure they will. Hopefully. But I did see um, they're doing an I Got the Hookup to. Oh, yeah. You're right. You did show that to me. And DC. I'm definitely going to watch that. So that mm-hmm. looks funny. Shout out to them. You did show that to me. You definitely no. did. Oh. This is a good game. Yeah, you like it? I literally thought this in the bathroom. Yes, this is a good game. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, so my turn. Mm-hmm. My turn. Oh, damn, we gotta do another one? Oh, shit. Okay, we're just gonna do one round? I thought we should just do one round. Okay, all right, one round is enough. <laughs> just leave it, just leave it. Okay, okay. Okay, so what are we gonna hashtag? Okay, what are we gonna hashtag today? I would just hashtag... Hashtag Virgo season. Virgo season. And I hope everyone else who had a birthday today had a happy birthday. Shout out to you. I have a nice birthday. Shout out to you. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, yes, definitely that. And I want to hashtag Mrs. Dr. Love over here because I thought that that segment you did about the love languages was so on point. I love it. Thank you. Hashtag Mrs. Dr. Love. I'm I'm really about to steal that. Like, Mr. Doctor. I feel like there's like Mr. Dr. Love. Like that, like. (laughs) You're Mrs. Dr. Love. Or like I need to be on late night radio. Yes. Yes. I'm going to hashtag your love language. Find out your love language, people. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm also going to hashtag Uber etiquette. Mm-hmm. Please, just be nice to your Uber drivers, okay? Be nice to them. Don't terrorize them. Be yeah. a good person. Right? <laughs> Please. I'm going to hashtag the t- Tiana debate. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Best or the worst. The best or the worst. If you have anything else you think we should debate, you have both sides. You're like, we'll just mix it up and then we'll debate this. We'd love to fight Go every at once it. in a while. Go at it every once in a while, yeah, right? We don't agree all the time. So. Exactly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And hashtag um, two smart dummies. Mm-hmm. I actually want to shout them out because now that like I'm on the gram and I'm trying to get our marketing popping, they are another sports podcast. I love sports, so I you know listen to it. They show love, I show love back. So shout out to them. Any of our listeners, go over there, listen to the two smart dummies, especially if you love football. Yeah, we think football go over there. Some people may say our podcast is a little feminine leaning so you know okay so listen to ours then listen to theirs. <laughs> exactly best of both worlds best of both worlds okay. definitely 
I would like to shout out our music. Thank you, our buddy Nick G. You know, you can find him on uh, SoundCloud at G-M-A-K, G-Mac. G-Mac. Yeah, great beats. Thank you so much. You yeah. need the beats. Mm-hmm. Go to G-Mac. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. So this is the part of the show where we ask you to listen and like us on all platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts. And follow us on Facebook at None of That. Leave us love and feedback. We're also on IG. Follow us at None of That. Two underscores. Underscore, underscore. Two. Underscore, underscore. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that you'll come back and chill with us again. Uh, look out for new episodes every single Friday. Share it with your friends. And please give us some feedback. Let us know what you think. Uh, you know. Tap that share, please. Tap it. My name is Nora. My name's Elise. And we'll see you next time with None, None of, of That. that. Peace.